Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Every week we'll be looking at a different bird and this week we'll be looking at the fantastic willow warbler. Willow warblers, it may come as a surprise to you, are one of the ten commonest British breeding birds. Around 2 million pairs arrive in late March and early April from West Africa, where they overwinter, and immediately proceed to hide themselves among the woods and coppices of the country. There's a good chance that you've had them in your garden at some time, it's just that you may have easily have overlooked them. Alternatively, you might have thought they were chiffchaffs. The two species are so similar that even experienced bird watchers are uncertain which they've seen, unless they get a really good look at them. Size, colour and markings are virtually identical at a distance, although closer up the willow warbler is a slightly lighter coloured bird, with pale brownish legs compared to the chiffchaff's generally darker legs, a slightly more prominent eye stripe. Not much to go on visually, but fortunately when the two birds open their mouths to sing during the spring, all doubts fall away. Whether Chiffchaff simply sings its name, the willow warbler lets forth a clear trill that slides down the scale, the perfect musical cue to its identity. Spring is not only the best time to hear willow warblers, it's the best time to see them too. Like the goldcrest, it sometimes joins flocks of foraging tits, but it generally works alone, flitting through the leaves and twigs of hedges and trees, plucking insects from the undersides of foliage, and sometimes hovering to snatch insects from mid-air. During this time, they're most likely to stay in their countryside haunts, but as autumn approaches and they need to stock up on fuel for the long journey back to Africa, they're more likely to visit gardens for the juicier insects and the Peter and Paul bird foods they can find there. A slender, energetic bird, the willow warbler is a rather plain species, generally olive or grey-green to brownish on the underparts, with a slightly brighter yellow-green edges to the flight feathers and rump. The male and female willow warbler are very similar in appearance. The most distinctive feature of this species is the narrow, pale or whitish-yellow band, or supercilium, which extends from the base of the bill to behind the eye. The willow warbler also has a narrow, dark olive stripe through the eye. The underparts of the willow warbler are mostly pale yellow-white, tinged or streaked with slightly brighter yellow on the throat and breast. The underwing coverts are a bright, more conspicuous yellow. The bill is fairly long and pointed, and is typically brownish, except for a variable yellow-orange base to the lower mandible. The legs are usually pale brown. The willow warbler, as I've already mentioned, is very similar in appearance to the chiffchaff. The easiest way to tell the two birds apart is by leg colour. Chiffchaffs have black legs and willow warblers have a light brown legs. It isn't a foolproof method however, so the best way to tell them apart is through their song.
The willow warbler is a bird that not many people have heard of, let alone heard. Yet the silvery shivering song of this tiny leaf-like sprite is the accompaniment of the burgeoning of spring. Unlike the chiff-chaff that can be identified by its distinctive song, which is simple two syllables, chiff-chaff, chiff-chaff, the willow warbler's typical song is a very sweet melodic whistle, descending in pitch and repeated many times, increasing gradually in volume before descending in a long terminal flourish. The breeding season of willow warblers typically runs between April and July. The male arrives in the UK first and establishes up to two territories which it defends aggressively against intruders. Pair formation is initiated by the female on entering the male's territory. During courtship the male willow warbler approaches the female and lands close by, twittering softly and adopting a horizontal posture with its head held forward and its wings dropped. The male then chases the female, fanning its tail and shivering its wings. The dome-shaped nest is built mostly by the female willow warbler, although the male may assist with collecting nest material. It is generally constructed from dry grass, leaves, stems, moss, lichen, twigs and bark woven together and is lined with animal hair and feathers. The nest is usually placed on the ground, well concealed among grass or at the base of a shrub or tree. On rare occasions the willow warbler may place the nest up to 5 metres from the ground in a tree or crevice or a creeper. The female lays a clutch of 4 to 8 eggs which are incubated mostly by the female for between 10 to 16 days. The young willow warblers remain in the nest and are fed mainly by the female for around 11 to 15 days following hatching. The chicks become independent from the adults around 2 weeks after leaving the nest. Small insects and spiders, as well as their eggs and larvae, form a large proportion of a willow warbler's diet. The willow warbler forages by picking its insect prey from leaves, twigs and branches, usually in the canopy, but also in bushes and low vegetation. It may also make short sullies in pursuit of flying insects and will occasionally hover over foliage in search of prey. To help fuel itself for the long journey flight back to Africa, the willow warbler will sometimes supplement its insectivorous diet with soft fruit and berries. So if you like to attract this bird into your garden, feeding little Peter and Paul in full song is your best chance, and in full song isn't just for willow warblers. We've all got a garden bird favourite, haven't we? And for a lot of people that would be the robin. You might even buy live or dried mealworms as a treat for your special robin friend. It's a lovely thing to do, and I'd never discourage anyone from doing it. But robins are omnivores. They do have an insect portion of their diet, but they also require fruit and seeds as part of a balanced diet. So if you want to keep your robin fit and healthy, you should be making sure you're feeding everything a robin needs. And that's Peter and Paul in full song. 
And if you do feed Peter and Paul in full song, you won't just be helping your robin, but a whole host of other wonderful songbirds in your garden. Blackcaps, songthrush, dunnock and willow warblers, to name but a few. This mix can be fed all year round from a bird table or from the ground and is packed full of succulent fruit, dried mealworms, pinhead oatmeal, peanut granules and of course the plumpest sunflower hearts. You might as well think it's a blend of fruit and nut muesli for birds and indeed it comes very close. Like all Peter and Paul seed mixes, Infall Song has added Nutravio, a natural seed coating which not only is a fantastic energy source, but it also inhibits bacterial growth, so can help prevent birds from picking up common bugs like Salmonella and E. coli. It has also been created to provide your garden birds with a more complete style of meal. And that distinction could be the difference between your birds just surviving in your garden and thriving. Getting back to willow warblers, willow warblers are true long distance migrants, flying all the way to South Africa, an incredible feat for a bird weighing just 10 grams, about the same as a pound coin. In the UK, the willow warbler is considered to be an amber list bird of conservation concern due to its population decline over the past 25 years. This species has decreased by almost 70% over this period of time, with declines particularly apparent in young woodland and coppices. The decline of the willow warbler throughout its range may be due to habitat loss, as well as changes in management practice in many woods, which lead to development of high canopy and a lack of diversity in woodland structure. Habitat deterioration in its wintering grounds in Africa may also be contributing factor, but very little is currently known about its wintering requirements. In the UK, willow warblers have undergone a more serious decline in the south compared to populations in the north. In general, the willow warbler is more typical of birch woods in the north and oak in the south and as such declining oak tree health in the southern UK since 1989 may have impacted on the willow warbler. As oak is typically a major source of invertebrates for insect cleaning birds, all the more reason to feed them in our gardens. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help to look after willow warblers and other garden birds by providing a wildlife friendly garden that includes water and having the very very best food available for them, foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul wild bird foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of our wonderful Pets Corner stores and the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk Well that's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed this look at Willow Warblers. For further birds please continue to check out the stream and I look forward to speaking to you soon.